Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching from the book of Exodus, chapter 20. So grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. The children of Israel, if you've been with us on Wednesday night, you know that the children of Israel, give me your attention, they left Egypt and they came to Mount Sinai. And so Moses goes up on the mountain, you know, and God gave Moses the ten what? Suggestions. The ten? Commandments. They're commandments. They're not initiatives. They're not suggestions. They're the ten commandments. Now, if you've been with us, give me your attention. If you've been with us, we've been rehearsing the ten commandments because lots of people don't know the ten commandments. But we know the ten commandments because we've been rehearsing them and we will continue to rehearse them. Somebody once said, and I think it's very true, that the best way to learn is to learn by song. I'm one of those kind of people, if, if I can learn by song... I'm going to really get it, and I'm going to learn it, and I'm going to keep it. And uh, so we've been reading over the last several weeks the Ten Commandments together, but tonight I thought that we might learn the Ten Commandments by song. So how are we going to do that, Rodney? (laughs) Well, um, you know, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble here, so would you all pray for me? And I'm definitely going to need security after service because I'm going to get killed. But um, I, I got to let you hear this song and uh, go ahead and play it. And it's uh, go ahead and play it right now and play it nice and loud. And it's by uh, Marvin Mumford did this song to the Ten Commandments for the kids. So go ahead and play it. Go ahead and play it quickly for for he comes running up here. Quickly, quickly, quickly. All right, now you got to clap your hands right here. Come on. Don't 
Take God's name in vain and vain. Take God's name in vain and vain. Take God's name in vain and vain. tonight in your sleep. Now that's a black man with bluegrass. That's what I'm talking about. You go ahead, Marvin. You all right, man. Y'all should clap your hands. That's wonderful. Talented. 
Wonderful. So look, take your Bibles, look, in Exodus chapter 20. That was fun. Thank you, Marvin. That was really fun. In Exodus chapter 20, now so far, if you've been with us, you know that we have covered the first of the, well, let's see, the first eight. Thank you. Yeah, we covered the first eight of the Ten Commandments. Commandment number one, we just, Marvin just sang it. You shall have no other gods before me. Commandment number two, you shall not make for yourself a carved image. Commandment number three, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Commandment number four, remember the Sabbath and what saints? Keep it holy. Commandment number five, honor your father and your mother. Commandment number six, you shall not murder. Commandment number seven, you shall not commit adultery. Commandment number eight, you shall not steal. Tonight we come to commandment number nine. You shall not bear false witness, or if you're taking notes, stop lying. That's what it says in the Hebrew. This evening, we're going to talk about you shall not bear false witness, false witness, Exodus chapter 20. And we're going to talk about this commandment with a three-point outline, if you're taking notes. Number one, we're going to talk about the source of bearing false witness or the source of lying. Number two, we're going to talk about the seriousness of bearing false witness or the seriousness of lying. And then thirdly and finally, you're trekking with me? The solution to bearing false witness or lying. The source of bearing false witness, the seriousness, and it really is serious, of bearing false witness. And then finally, we'll talk about the solution to bearing false witness or the solution to lying. Well, in good Calvary Chapel form, we'll read the text and then have some comments. Exodus chapter 20 Saints, tonight we pick up in verse 16. If you're there, say amen. amen. You shall, well, it's for one verse. Why don't you read it with me? You shall not bear false witness against your neighbors. Stop right there. Give me your attention. We're getting near the end of our series on the Ten Commandments, and we intend to make the entire series of the Ten Commandments available to you at the end of it. But I'm really amazed as we've been studying the Ten Commandments, I'm pretty amazed at how little mankind has changed over the centuries. All the commandments that we've studied so far are as relevant, did you get this? Are as relevant today as they were when they were first given to Moses on Mount Sinai. All of the commandments, I believe, of all of the commandments, the ninth commandment is probably the one that is most violated. The ninth commandment. And that's why, listen close, the Bible has so much to say about it. You will find in the Bible a reference to bearing false witness or lying in almost every book of the Bible. The Bible has a lot to say about telling lies. The Bible has a lot to say 
about bearing false witness. Point number one, if you're trekking with me, the source of bearing false witness or the source of lying. What is false witness? What is a lie? Well, I decided to go to Webster's Dictionary to find out what Webster had to say about what a lie is. And according to Webster's Dictionary, he defines lying as this. To make an untrue statement with intent to deceive. To create a false or misleading impression, it means to tell an untruth. Listen, a lie is told when a person tells something that he or she knows to be untrue. That's a lie. You know, I heard a story about a little boy who, asked, who was asked by his Sunday school teacher to define a lie. And the little boy thought for a moment and he said, A lie is an abomination to God and a very present help in a time of trouble. (laughs) Now, in our context, listen to me closely, because I think you'll find this pretty fascinating. In our context, technically, the ninth commandment is a prohibition against giving false testimony in a court of law or legal proceeding. Technically, in the context... This is what God is dealing with. Someone who would give a false testimony in a court of law. This commandment deals with legal prohibitions, legal aspects. In a court of law today, if you've been on the witness stand or convicted, don't raise your hand, but (laughs) in a court of law even today, you take an oath before giving your testimony and you swear to what? to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. So the court system even today is supposed to be based on honesty and supposed to be based on honesty and truth. The legal system of the Old Testament was also to be based on honesty and truthfulness. If a person tried to have someone falsely accused or convicted, God had a way of dealing with them. You will find in Deuteronomy chapter 19, as a matter of fact, take a second and turn there. Deuteronomy chapter 19. Listen what God has to say. Deuteronomy chapter 19. So you've got Exodus and Deuteronomy is just after Numbers. Deuteronomy chapter 19. Look at what God has to say about this. It's very interesting. Chapter 19, let me get there myself. And look at, uh, look at Deuteronomy chapter 19, look at verse 15. Deuteronomy 19, verse 15, if you're there, say amen. amen. One witness shall not rise against a man concerning any iniquity or any sin that he commits by the mouth of what? Two or three witnesses, the matter shall be established. If a false witness rises against any man to testify against him of wrongdoing, then both men in the controversy shall stand before the Lord, before the priest and the judges who serve in those days. And the judges shall make careful inquiry. And indeed, if the witness is a false witness who has testified falsely against his brother, then you shall do to him as he thought to have done to his brother. Interesting. So shall you put away the evil from among you, and those who remain shall hear and fear, 
And hereafter, they shall not again commit such an evil among you. So in other words, listen, if you lied on a stand or was found out, the punishment was going to be, the punishment that was going to be given to the accused, according to Deuteronomy, will be given to you or imposed upon you. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 5 says this, A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who tells lies will not escape. Don't you remember the story? Here's a classic courtroom drama. Don't you remember the story as Jesus was betrayed by Judas, and they hauled him off by the religious leaders to the house of the mob boss Annas? Remember we talked about that? And they had the night court to bring Jesus before Pilate to get the death penalty. And they hired false witnesses, but they couldn't find two to agree. Now, according to the law, we just read it. They were those two that couldn't agree were supposed to be punished. You know the story. Caiaphas put Jesus under oath and said, are you the Christ, the son of God? And Jesus said, you said it. And they sentenced Jesus to die. So this commandment, are you listening, deals with technically the courtroom scenario and deals with the system of the court. But although the ninth commandment deals with legal matters, you shall not bear false witness, deals with legal matters, I think it does apply practically. The principle is there practically that we should be truthful people and not lying. Somebody say amen. amen. We shouldn't lie. Truthfulness, honesty. Have you noticed truthfulness and honesty is a lost art in the world today? I mean, isn't it true? We live in a nation where we expect people to be liars. We expect politicians to be liars. We expect salespeople to be liars. I mean, it's true. We live in a culture where people will lie at the drop of a hat. In his book, The Day America Told the Truth, it's reported, listen, that 91% of the people surveyed said they lie routinely about matters they consider, consider trivial. 36% of the people said they lie about important matters. 86% of the people said they lie regularly to parents. 75% of the people lied to friends, 73% of the people lied to siblings, and 69% of the people surveyed said they lie to their spouse. People lie at the drop of a hat. Now listen, I actually made the endeavor to try to think of all the different ways in which we lie. I would have to say in some way, and after I make my following comments, I think you'll agree, in some way, we have all lied on some level. Matter of fact, I think we can agree with that now. Say amen. amen. In some way, there are so many ways. I was talking to a sister on the phone today, and we were talking about, uh, uh, actually, Mom, Mom Cindy, and we were talking about how many ways people lie. I mean, so many different ways, if we talked about them all individually, we'd be here all night. Listen, here's some of them. You can, you can tell a lie like a bold-faced lie. A bold-faced lie. That's lying when you know what you're saying isn't true. Telling a half-truth is a lie. Shading the truth is a lie. 
misrepresentation of the truth is a lie. Gossiping oftentimes has an element of lying. Slander, lying. The tabloids oftentimes are lies. Flattery can be a lie. Flattery. Well, you look really nice in that. You know, I mean, that, that, it, it can be. Excuses is a lie. Perjury, a lie. Embezzlement, a lie. Ministerially speaking, or we called it Sunday, evangelistically speaking. <laughs> can be lies. Exaggeration, a lie. You know, I was reading in the Jewish Talmud, listen to this, in the Jewish Talmud, that's a Jewish writing, it is written, talking about exaggeration, when you add to the truth, you subtract from it. You see, the people, these are people so addicted to exaggeration that they can't tell the truth without lying, or as one philosophical soul said, some folks we know don't mean to exaggerate, they just remember big. <laughs> Remembering big is the lie of boasting. Isn't that true? Remembering exaggeration, that's a lie. Here are some famous American fibs. Famous American fibs. The check is in the mail. Amen. I'll start my diet tomorrow. We service what we sell. Give me your number and the doctor will call you right back. Yeah, right. Your money will be carefully refunded. One size fits all. Your luggage isn't lost, it's only misplaced. I've actually heard that. Leave your resume and we'll keep it on file. And here's one for you to recognize. This is gonna hurt me, what? More than it hurts you. That's an American fib. I just need five minutes of your time. I hear that a lot. Your table will be ready in a few minutes. Open wide, it won't hurt a bit. Let's have some lunch together. And here's one for you. It's not the money, it's the principle. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's the money. Famous American lies. Listen, Satan, point number one, Satan is the source of all lies. Did you know? It's in John chapter 8, verse 44, and Jesus said this. He, talking about Satan, was a murderer from the beginning. He does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he, Satan, speaks, he speaks a lie. He speaks from his own resources, for he is what? A liar and the father of it. Listen, Satan is the source of all lies. The first lie in the Bible is found in Genesis chapter 3, and you can just write that down, look it up in your own time, as Satan is speaking to Eve, and he told Eve, don't you remember the story, that if she disobeyed the command of God and not to eat the tree, eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, that she would not, Satan said, surely die. Even though God had already said, in the day that you eat, you will surely die. Satan told Eve a monster lie that people are still believing today. In other words, Eve, you're going to be like God. You know, people still believe that today. 
that somehow they're going to be God, that they can be God. That's a lie. Now let's set the record straight. A white lie is a lie. Amen. Amen. A white lie is a lie. You know, this guy, he's an author. His name is Austin O'Malley. And he said this, a lie has no legs. It requires other lies to support it. Tell one lie and you are forced to tell others to back it up. Stretching the truth won't make it last any longer. (laughs) Amen. Those that think it's permissible to tell white lies soon grow colorblind. That's very true. White lies are lies. Lies are (laughs) lies. And all lies, Satan is the source of all lies. Point number two, talking about the seriousness of bearing false witness or the seriousness of lying. You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch in Calvary Chapel, Cary, located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. You may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccary.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light.